Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, we are talking about a movie that was not very well reviewed by the critics, and it did not do very well at the box office, but it's out now on VOD. My dad loved it, so there's that. Uh, It is Stuber, uh, the movie about an Uber driver who is forced to go on a cop's uh, run around the city trying to, you know, catch a criminal, starring Kumail Nanjiani and Dave Bautista. It is a comedy, it is pretty ridiculous, and honestly, it's not that bad. I mean, it, you know, it's not the best movie of the year by any means, but I think it's going to find an audience, and we get into it during the episode, uh, talking about the reasons why we think that uh, there are going to be some people that do connect with this. Um, Joining me for the first time is Isaac from the Broken Mug podcast, and uh, we, we had a great time talking, and Isaac is... Is actually a podcaster here in Las Vegas, and he is helping to spearhead a uh, an organization called Podcast NV that helps get podcasts here in Nevada seen and heard. And so he's doing a great thing there. Uh, it's just this this awesome organization that is going to hopefully help build up a community of podcasters here in Las Vegas and throughout Nevada. And so I'm very happy to help support what he is doing there. And I'm glad to have him here. I mean, his own podcast is a movie podcast, The Broken Mug. And so uh, it's kind of a perfect fit to everybody be helping to promote each other and doing the whole thing. So we'll, of course, have plugs for Podcast NV at the end of the episode and links for where to find it. But I do want to remind you, as always, to find us on social media. You can find Piecing It Together at PiecingPod on all the big social media sites. You can follow uh, and subscribe to Piecing It Together wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars would be awesome. So, you know what? Without any further ado, let's get into this conversation about Stuber. All right, so today on the show, we got with us a new co-host with us. We've got Isaac from the Broken Mug podcast. Isaac, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm really good. I uh, th- This has been a, a busy couple of weeks. So many movies, just back to back to back. But um, we, we managed to fit in Stuber, and here we are. We're going we're gonna to talk about it a little bit. Um, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty amped about it. Yeah. So, you know, before we get into talking about Stuber, uh, since it is your first time on the show, uh, why don't you tell people a little bit about what you do in your podcast and everything? 
Uh, so the Broken Mug is a podcast about films. Basically, we just pick a film, watch it, and have a discussion about it. I have a co-host on there, Jesse Gillan, and uh, it depends on what the movie is. Sometimes we uh, have an argument about it because we have total <laughs> disagreement. Yeah, and sometimes we're just uh, both praising it because it's such a great film. So it's a lot of fun. If you guys are interested in more film podcasts, uh, come check it out. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a it's a really great show. I, I've listened to a few episodes so far, and um, it's uh, you guys have really really cool conversations on there. I dig it. Absolutely. Um, what was the most recent one? I think it was the Men in Black, right? Yeah, Men in Black was yeah. the most recent. Yeah. And uh, for anyone that listens to it, if you're really interested in it, yeah. it's it's unscripted. So that's that's what makes it really fun. Nice, nice. Yeah, I still haven't seen that one, but um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so all right, well, let's let's get into some Stuber conversation. Um, where was this a movie that was like big on your radar before we? Uh, Ended up going and seeing it? Mm, I, I'd say it was about 50-50, kind of one of those films that you see the trailer to in the theaters, and you're like, oh, yeah. oh that, that looks like fun. I'll see it if I get some time. Sure, sure. And then, uh, and then we we made time. We made it work. But yeah, yeah. When I it was weird because usually, like, and I've talked about this on Twitter before. Actually, um, usually a red band trailer is going to be filled with some of the like the really best jokes and stuff like that. I felt like the red band trailer for this movie was just awful, and it looked so bad. And the regular trailer actually had some better moments and stuff like that. And I, I don't know. I just I just found that really surprising going in and. I, I, I kind of think it kind of carried through to the movie, too, because, you know, when it's just, uh, you know, Camille Nanjani doing, like, you know, like like the kind of silly beta male stuff and, like, them just arguing and bickering and all that kind of stuff, that was some of the best stuff. And then when it got to, like, you know, and I, I love dirty humor and stuff like that, but when it got to that stuff, I felt it was just kind of, I don't know, misplaced a little bit. But um, I'm sure we'll end up getting into a lot more of that as we're getting into these puzzle pieces. Why don't we jump into your first uh, puzzle piece for Stuber? Uh, so my, my first puzzle piece was the based off of the scene kind of midway through the film where they actually fought. And this was, to me, the first inspiration just popped in my head mm -hmm. was Lethal Weapon. Nice. I just had a very vivid vision of Lethal Weapon when they both fell on the ground and then they look at each other and start chuckling after they just spent like a good couple minutes beating the nonsense out of each other. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it, it definitely it, it it definitely is part of a long tradition of that like mismatched buddy cop kind <laughs> kind of movie. And uh yeah, and and when like I said, when it works, it works. Um, but and when and when when they stray too far from that is when I think the movie starts to stall a little bit. But they definitely did have some good uh chemistry and some good funny moments between the two of them. I would uh you know, I'm just going to kind of like just double up right there with your uh, first puzzle piece. I'm going to go with another buddy cop movie uh, because the first one that I had thought of was actually Rush Hour uh, with uh, Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, uh, which, you know, kind of the same thing, go, you know, building up that same exact feeling that the, the, just the mismatched uh, buddy cop kind of thing. Just, you know, they're totally getting on each other's nerves and uh you know, just so much, so much humor and comedy comes from that. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because I actually thought about Rush Hour. Yeah, and I struggled with it because I was like, "Hmm, how how could you really get inspiration for that for Stuber?" And I just, 
eventually I decided not to put it on my list of puzzle pieces. Uh-huh. But I could totally see where you where you could see like the rush hour kind of feel to it because there there is like you said that mix of mismatchness and yeah. and rush hour is one of those classics of mismatched east meets west Absolutely. type of movie. Yeah, 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 you get you get definitely some humor out of uh out of specifically like not just them getting on each other's nerves but out of the uh, cultural differences and stuff like that too and uh you know there's a lot of a lot of funny jokes like about uh Batista's race and stuff like that in this yeah. which are some of the better parts I think. Um but yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I think there's just like a pretty clear line like honestly if you were to go back to Lethal Weapon and just start drawing that line you'd eventually pass through rush hour on your way to stuber you know yeah and there's also a lot of funny jokes in terms of generation gap there too oh there, yeah those were the jokes that made me laugh the most i mm-hmm. think throughout the film were the generational gap jokes uh one one thing i remember from the trailer was the the whole baby pistol joke no oh, yeah. <laughs> and when i noticed it wasn't in the movie i was like oh that was I kind of missed that joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. They they did that with a few of the jokes from the trailer, but um, but yeah, no, that that you're right. That a lot of that generational stuff and like you know stuff about even just his phone and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, there's plenty of jokes in there, and I guess for a movie called Stuber that's like based on Uber, like they kind of have to. Um, what one weird thing I guess as long as we're talking about the the technology aspect, I think it's so weird that they made a movie called Stuber and they couldn't use the Uber app like in like it wasn't like the actual uber app it was like some like stand-in for it did you notice that um well so when they show the graphics for like the map and stuff yeah mm-hmm. it's totally noticeable that it's yeah. not the actual uber app but i'm trying to think and, and i don't think i ever noticed them actually clicking on the app to start it up so every right. time we get a shot of it we're already in the app yeah so the assumption is made by the audience. Oh, it must be the Uber app. Yeah, exactly. Unless they're familiar with it. It's kind of like when they're like going to Google on a movie, but it's like, you know, search page or whatever, <laughs> that kind of thing. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, they certainly got a lot of mileage out of that. The, the whole Uber, like, I, I wonder if they paid for the rights to the name. Like they obviously didn't get the app images itself, but I mean, they named the whole damn movie after Uber. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know that they could, um, uh, it's i think it's kind of a gray area i'm definitely no legal expert yeah yeah but my opinion would be that it's the gray area because if you think about it ubering is kind of a verb nowadays yeah exactly you know it's uh so if this movie came out 10 years ago it'd be called staxi (laughs) (laughs) or stab but um yeah that is an awful joke. Uh, what do you got for your next puzzle piece? This one was a bit of a stretch, but it's a movie that really is one of uh, my favorites, and I think it's a classic, Crank. Oh, nice. And the reason I picked Crank was not really because of the plot or anything, but I felt like they took inspiration for that kind of day-in-the-life mm. aspect of it. And Stuber, yeah, it takes place, you know, we kind of get the beginning of it years before, but then the core of the movie takes place over one day, yeah. and we're really following the antics, kind of just beat after beat, 
throughout the day and it's really rushed through mm-hmm. kind of the same the way that crank was where you know we we wake up in the morning and we're going beat after beat throughout his day as he tries to find something so sure i felt like there was some parallels there and that's that's what eventually got me to put that on the list yeah no absolutely uh and and i mean it, you know, some of the action sequences are like really freaking crazy, especially towards the end, like the last 30 minutes or so. And so, I mean, that, that, like that just ramping up the action of very, very over the top, uh, levels, you know, again, as, as I was saying earlier, like I, I wish some of the comedy went, you know, more in, in that direction. I also wish some of the action went even more in that direction. Uh, I think they could have really, uh, you know, driven home that, that just over the topness and craziness, but, uh, you know, still, I, I completely see what you're saying though with crank. I think it's, you know, definitely a good puzzle piece. Um, another, another movie, which is actually my next puzzle piece that kind of deals with that whole, uh, you know, just being like this one crazy night for these characters. Um, it is uh, the Michael Mann film Collateral uh, with uh, Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx, um, where Tom Cruise is a hitman who basically commandeers Jamie Foxx's taxi and makes him drive him around on his uh, errands through the night of, of doing, you know, crime shit. And <laughs> I think this is in a lot of ways like a comedy version of that same basic story. Yeah, wow. I can't believe I I totally forgot about Collateral. I haven't seen it in years. I haven't either, but one so preparing for this podcast, one of the first things I was thinking in my mind was like, geez, what what movies have I seen that are similar to that? Sure. And I think personally that was since it's my first time doing it, that was a little bit of a struggle at first cuz mm. for me I tend to uh, I tend to try and look at movies uh, within itself i don't i sure. don't usually try to compare them to others so it was a different exercise for me a very fun exercise yeah yeah uh but wow i you saw my face as soon as you said collateral <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's definitely a different way of looking at things and um yeah i mean that 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 was definitely like for me it was like one of the first ones because i mean i like i said i haven't seen it in a long time but it is just such a standout movie i mean you know that is such a great tom cruise performance and and batista is basically a, a kind of a a goofier almost more cuddly version <laughs> of that yeah. you know <laughs> yeah definitely yeah yeah uh so what do you got for your next puzzle piece uh, my next puzzle piece is, I'm not sure how many people may have heard of this film. It's kind of an obscure film. I don't think it was in theaters, to be honest. Okay. Next Day Air. Next Day Air. I don't think I have heard of this one. Uh, so this stars the, I can't remember his name, but the guy from Scrubs, uh, the buddy um, of the main character. Donald Faison. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So he stars in this film, and it's a film about a delivery package guy who delivers a package to an apartment. And these apartments, the package that's being delivered is under shady circumstances. And because of this, now everybody is looking for him because <laughs> he knows what happened to the package. Sure, yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a pretty interesting movie. I think it was very well made in terms of the low budget that they had. But what reminded me about Next Day Air was that whole 
somebody who's in the wrong place at the wrong time Mm -hmm. and then getting involved in everything that's now happening as a result of some sort of coincidence that happened that they just happened to be there. Yeah. That's a, that's a really fun, um, uh, I don't want to say trope, but I mean, I guess that's what it is. But, but like the thing where the guy just gets like involved, even though he had no intention of, and then just all hell breaks loose and he's involved no matter what he wants. Um, you know, I, I didn't have it on my, my list of puzzle pieces, but I'll just kind of like throw it in there with, uh, with the movie you just said, uh, next day air. But, um, I was thinking about premium rush with Joseph Gordon Levitt, which also kind of had that kind of feel of like getting roped into like this, like, you know, crime related thing that like wasn't where they expected to go and ended up having to run all over the city, you know, doing crazy shit. Um, but yeah, no, that's a, that's a great puzzle piece. And I have not seen that. I, I might have to seek that out. Sounds like fun. Yeah. It's, it's a great comedy. I probably watched it a few times just cause it was on, on TV, but it, uh, it's one of those films. that's kind of like, once you watch it, you're like, huh, like, why haven't I ever heard of this? This is a pretty fun film. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it sounds good. Um, well, I'm going to go for my next puzzle piece with a, uh, a combination of, of, of two movies, sequels to each other. Uh, 21 and 22 Jump Street um, <laughs> with uh, Jonah Hill and uh, Channing Tatum. Uh, which I think kind of had a, uh, a similar uh, tone and feel to this um, with like, again, the mismatched, you know, combo, uh, one who is more of an action guy and, and the other one who is totally not an action guy. And um, but trying to uh, trying to fit the mold and trying to be there and show up for the situation, even though he doesn't want to be. Um and uh, also just mixed with like a whole lot of improv humor. It seems like a lot of a lot of these jokes were probably just scenes where they left the camera rolling and just you know told them to try things. Especially Kumail Nanjiani, which you know he comes from an improv background, so I figured they probably do a lot more with him than Batista. They probably feed Batista <laughs> lines the whole time. But um, but yeah, I, I uh, those movies which are a lot funnier than they have any right to be <laughs> they're actually pretty damn good um but the, i i felt like that tone is what they're kind of going for here yeah it, it was a it was a pretty mismatched tone the the whole film just you're just i don't think i was even really interested much in what was going to happen i was just looking for the next laugh throughout the movie just sure yeah, what, yeah. what's the next joke yeah. what's going what's going on now yeah no that that's totally because i mean especially i mean you know, Batista is great in, uh, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, so, I mean, he's kind of on a little bit of a roll right now, ba- mainly because of that. But uh, Kamala and Johnny someone who I've just loved for a long time. He's just so funny. And I was really looking forward oh, to yeah. after, after the big sick. I mean, I was really looking forward to him to get another, like, starring role movie. Yeah, no, definitely. You know? He he is really great. And what I what I really like about him as an actor is... He can play a pretty good range of mm-hmm. characters, so hopefully Hollywood doesn't start to typecast him because yeah. he's definitely got that range where he can hold his own. Uh, like you mentioned with Batista, well, uh, yeah. he's he's on a roll from Guardians <laughs> of the Angel yeah. of the Galaxy. Sorry, why I say angels? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I mean, luckily so far, it seems like uh, Kamel's really kind of cutting his own path in Hollywood so far. I mean, just hopefully he gets to stay on that path, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. I think I think you'll have pretty good success as long as he sticks with some of the more indie production houses. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so what do you got for your uh, next puzzle piece? My next puzzle piece was national security. That's uh that's an old um Martin film. Um Yeah. I can't I'm trying to think of who he co-starred next to. But um yeah, it's basically it's it's about a cop who comes across a guy who wants to be a cop. <laughs> uh and they both end up being security guards on the same assignment. And yeah. then they get involved with this whole uh, like bad guy thing that they accidentally uncover. Uh-huh. So it's a pretty funny film. It's pretty good. Uh this this is one of those films back in the day uh from when Martin used to be a, a little bit more popular. I haven't really heard of, from him much, so I don't really know yeah if he was affected by some sort of scandal or he's just laying low or what's going on, but this he, year he's finally getting a little bit of a comeback. Going. Yeah. Yeah, he was in the Beach Bum and he I mean he steals that freaking movie. I mean, if you're a longtime Martin fan, watch the beach bum i I small role a small role but he is so freaking funny in that movie and his like little bit that he's in it he's so good and i think he has a new stand-up special maybe or something that either just came out or it's coming out yeah he's he's definitely he's one of those old school comedians that uh it's just he still he still holds his own like the uh the other night i was playing poker Mm -hmm. and I'm playing poker with a bunch of Latino guys, mm. uh, half of which don't speak very good English. <laughs> and the show Martin came up. Yeah. Like, that's how good of a comedian this guy is. Yeah. The show Martin came up, and we're all laughing and having a good time, just reminiscing about his characters that he played on the show Martin. That's awesome. It's, so it's it's great to hear that he's kind of making a comeback. I'll definitely have to try and check that out, see what he did in that film. But I oh, really hope so he, he does some more stuff. He He's a really funny guy. I hope so, too. Absolutely. And I, I barely remember National Security. I just Googled it. And I, I totally, after seeing like the poster and stuff that's on my phone right now, I, I totally do remember it. But I don't really remember the movie that well. I just remember it getting kind of trashed. But I mean, I, I do yeah. think it was pretty funny, though. I think it came out right around the time blue streak came mm, out yeah, and yeah blue streak did a little better if right. i'm not mistaken that sounds about right yeah i think i think i kind of remember that moment when he was just doing like back to back to back movies that was like right around bad boys too also um oh yeah and the new bad boys is coming so yeah we'll get, we'll get more martin soon <laughs> uh all right well i'm gonna go with my next puzzle piece um another thing we haven't really talked about much yet so far but uh one of the main things that this movie aside from just being a joke uh machine that it was actually it kind of had on its mind is just like the whole thing of like uh toxic masculinity and like uh you know like just male feelings and friendship and all that kind of stuff and so i thought of the uh the judd apatow produced i love you man with um paul rudd and jason siegel um and it's just another movie that kind of deals with like the whole bromance kind of thing and just like dudes getting in touch with their their feelings and just being okay with with uh accessing that and actually uh you know not just being 
tough guys, which is, you know, kind of funny within, you know, the confines of a big action movie, you know, with huge yeah, action beats. That's one I don't think I've seen. It doesn't sound familiar to me. It came out like right after, uh, I think, Knocked Up. So it was like right after, it was like they were on a roll with like all those Paul Rudd comedies, you know, at the time. And it was just like 40-year-old version, Knocked Up, and then I Love You, Man was like the next one. And it maybe oh. wasn't quite as big as, as those two. Wait, is that is that the one that has the poster of like that quintessential seventies hairy chest guy? Um. Oh, oh, that's get get him to the Greek. That was the other one that came out that time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because that that yeah, it was like seriously like actually, you could throw super bad in that mix too. I mean, there there was seriously like four or five movies like in a row, just comedies with you know, Paul Rudd and that whole Judd Apatow stable of, of comedy actors that were all in it. Um, but yeah, but, the, but I love you, man, more specifically dealt with that whole just male friendship thing and, and them dealing with their actual, you know, emotions and all that kind of thing. Yeah. That's, yeah, I'll, I'll have to add that to my two watch list. Of course, that list is growing unmanageably large i know how it is man especially doing this damn podcast it's like because every time someone brings up a puzzle piece and i haven't seen it i'm like well shit i kind of have to watch it now you know (laughs) yeah yeah i think that's uh that's what got me hooked on your podcast when i first listened to it it was like oh this is a great source to just find out about movies i haven't seen yet hell yeah yeah (laughs) well uh what do you got for your next puzzle piece uh, this this is actually uh, my last one. Okay, uh, but I threw a film called The Man on here, uh, which was with um, God, I'm blanking out right now. Um, Samuel Samuel Jackson and and the guy from American Pie, the the dad. I forget. I always forget his name. Oh, Eugene Levy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot all about this movie. Yeah, it was like. One of the last movies I think Eugene Levy was in that I'm aware of, uh-huh. uh, but definitely when I watched Stuber, as I was watching it, I started thinking of The Man because it's definitely, The Man is a film about this, I think he's a CIA agent or something like that, mm-hmm. and then this just random civilian gets involved yeah. with with the case. So it's uh it's kind of uh it it has its parallels there in terms of the whole buddy cop feel to it. Yeah, yeah. Um but it's it's definitely uh in there in terms of the the whole I think they could have gotten inspiration from that. Sure, absolutely. I I love that you're bringing some of these like uh like kind of deep pull comedy movies, you know, movies that I like I either saw a long time ago and like barely even remember but like i totally remember the setup and the trailer and everything you know and i'm like hell yeah that well, absolutely seems like that kind of when movie. i told you i wanted a challenge yeah <laughs> i'll admit it i walked out of that movie scratching my head like what did i get myself into <laughs> and so i i really dug in for some movies that i've seen that i haven't seen in years mm-hmm. and i I basically um, my list was a little longer, and then I started to trim it down. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, I'm I'm gonna bring my A game to this. Hell yeah. I like it. I like it. I mean these are these are definitely movies. We have a feature on the website where you can uh you can search for an episode based on which movies we talked about on the episode. And this is gonna add a bunch more entries on that list that have never been talked about before. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I like that for sure. Definitely the man hasn't been talked about on the show yet. So uh Well I, yeah, I definitely it. that I don't think it did very well in the box office. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it is it's definitely one of those movies that at you first watch it and you're just kind of like, eh, that was okay. Like, Samuel, I don't know what you were thinking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then you watch it a couple more times, and it grows on you a little. It's kind of one of those ones it's just like you kind of play it on the TV as you're like yeah. cooking dinner or something. <laughs> you might get it, catch a laugh or two. Sure. Yeah. A couple yeah. a couple good laughs. Yeah. You know, that, that's the funny thing about this movie, Stuber, is um, you know, and I and I wouldn't say I loved this movie. I thought it was all right. Um, but like the critics are really tearing it up. I mean, they're, you know, really trashing it. Um, but I saw it with a pretty packed theater and everyone was dying laughing, you know? I mean, it was definitely getting a great response from like general audiences. And I don't know, it just seems like a movie that I think people are going to, uh, kind of just love and remember, you know? Yeah. It's, it's has its moments in the film in terms of like, for example, the whole, he ordered an Uber pool and he didn't even know what it was. <laughs> yeah. So he's kicking, he's kicking out the girls from there. <laughs> um, and definitely I know the critics were tearing it up, but more often than not, I feel like the critics are, are a little bit uh, on the opposite spectrum that the audiences are when it comes sure. to films. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, I got one last puzzle piece as well, so I'm going to go ahead with it, and uh, it is the Harold and Kumar series, um, which I think also uh, w- one of our uh, recurring co-hosts, Josh Bell, film critic, uh, he-, he told me this term, the Into the Night movies, which is something that you were actually kind of talking about earlier, which is these movies where like the the characters, they just go on this adventure and it's like a night in their life you know and um you know or a day in their life or whatever but um they just go on this adventure and along the way they end up getting into all these crazy situations meeting all these crazy characters you know and the harold and kumar series like i mean kind of distills that into the most ridiculous fun kind of (laughs) way yeah yeah Yeah, those those were some classic films although i have to admit i do have a little bit of beef with those films oh yeah and that's because i'm not a white castle fan mm. so i don't like how popular they made white castle because mm. when those films came out and all of a sudden all my friends were like oh we got to go to white castle and i'm like i'm not driving there like, damn i don't want to go there <laughs> <laughs> it should be harold and kumar go to del taco or harold and kumar go to in and out maybe would that be good no uh, i don't know i <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think personally i think when you have films like that they kind of use uh like a franchise or corporate name sure. like that i it usually leaves a sour taste in my mouth <laughs> yeah for sure well we got we got a corporate name here with uber but i mean you know it's kind of perfect i think <laughs> yeah this this is one of those ones where i think the the name doesn't really ruin the film mm. it doesn't have really anything to do other than what the main character does yeah exactly so, so it's it, i think it works pretty good uh in the whole how we learn why he's called stuber yeah i thought yeah. was pretty great too i got to imagine this script already existed at one point and it was just a taxi you know and then like it was probably just like 
floating around, not getting made. And then just all of a sudden they're like, hey, why don't we add some Uber jokes in it? You know, just to spruce it up a little bit, make it a little extra funny and current. Yeah, I could totally see the script existing like 10, 15 years ago before yeah. Uber came out. And then it resurfaced maybe on the on the blacklist or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, why don't I go ahead and do the finished puzzle and we'll get into any of our closing thoughts on Stuber. So the finished puzzle includes Lethal Weapon, Rush Hour, Crank, Collateral, Next Day Air, 21 and 22 Jump Street, National Security, I Love You Man, The Man, and the Harold and Kumar series. So, uh, you got any closing thoughts about Stuber? Um, you know, I think my closing thoughts on it is if you ever get an opportunity to troll your girlfriend's dad the way that Stuber did, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's definitely a good plan. Kumail knows how to do things like that. You know, <laughs> he definitely knows how to troll. I, sure. I was I was waiting for what was going to happen, and I'm sorry for anyone who hasn't watched it. I just I kind of spilled some of it, but oh, that's fine. Um, yeah, I it was you're you're seeing the kind of the neat you know the traditional neat tie up everything. Where's everybody at? What's going on? And I was just in the theater like where. Where is he? Where'd Stuber go? What happened to Stuber? And uh-huh. He shows up with with <laughs> Batista's daughter in the film. <laughs> do you think, uh, you know, one question, do you think there's room if this, I mean, I don't think it's doing that good, but I mean, like I said, the audience did sure seem to love it. Do you think there's room for a sequel to this? Do you think this, like, pairing should do more? I'm split on that. And uh, because... So personally, I, I don't tend to like sequels. Mm. I really enjoy films that just kind of stand on their own. Sure. Especially with all the cine, cinema verses that we have out these days, we have enough sequels, Oh yeah, if yeah. you ask me. Uh, but with that being said, I think the duo of Batista and Kumal, is, they're great together. Mm. Uh, Kumal really plays well off of Batista. Uh, Batista... Uh, I think he still has some room to grow as an actor. Mm. Um, you know, to me, I I still have a hard time not seeing him as a wrestler. So yeah, yeah right. I I feel like he's still coming off of that, but he is starting to hold his own as well when yeah. it comes to certain films. Uh, just uh, hopefully he doesn't keep getting put in these like macho type police <laughs> roles. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he they definitely need to write a little more for him or something like that. That's like one of the biggest problems is that this movie relies so much on him being blind and bumping into things because he's a big dude and big dudes bumping into things is funnier. <laughs> it's like they need, they need to give him actual jokes and stuff, you know? Well, we might, we might see something in his next film coming up. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but the one with the little girl. Yeah. You know, it's been delayed till next year. Really? Yeah, that for I guess uh, the studio is having some kind of money issues, and they had to cancel the release of it. It was supposed to come out next month. That's a shame because uh, he's been on like a roll lately. I mean, that must really suck. But yeah. I think I think it's coming out in February now. So hopefully it'll be good when it finally comes out. Though I mean, it's got a pretty good trailer. 
Yeah, the trailer is pretty good. Um, but that's that's why I mentioned I hope he doesn't keep getting typecasted and they give him the opportunity to maybe see what he can do. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't I don't have much faith in <laughs> much more from him, but yeah. well, I guess we'll find out. But uh so uh yeah, I think that about does it for Stuber though. Uh do you have another movie you've seen recently that you'd like to recommend? I'm trying to think uh I th- I think it's called Book Smart. Oh, right on. Yeah, that was that was a really great film. Uh really funny. Kind of in that whole like super bad esque mm-hmm. comedy sort of thing. But what was really refreshing about it was that it was from perspective of of some high school girl. So we're not we're not watching the typical boy senior year trying to lose their virginity deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it was it was really funny. There's uh, some definitely some intellectual jokes in there where mm-hmm. you, you know. If you're not really thinking about it, they kind of just zoom over you. Yeah. Um, but even th- even then, if you're not really into the intellectual jokes, they got a lot of good gags and, and running gags throughout the movie that just uh, kind of fall into that kind of slapstick comedy style. Sure. Right? Yeah, it's definitely got a good wide range. And, and honestly, that is a movie that not enough people went and saw. So if you're hearing this, um, you know, it's still in theaters, I think, right now, probably another week or two, go see it before it leaves theaters, because it's, it's definitely, I got to agree with that recommendation. Definitely go see that. Um, so, uh, Isaac, where can people find your stuff? Uh, basically, you, you could probably just Google The Broken Mug, and it'll probably come up. Uh, <laughs> the website is uh, thebrokenmug.fireside.fm. Uh, and we're basically on any platform. If you do happen to find a platform that we're not on, feel free to shoot us a message and uh, we'll, we'll probably try to get on there. Right on. And uh, what's going on with the podcast NV? Yeah. Um, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, Podcast NV is uh, it's a new community that uh, I started up, and uh, you you pretty much joined in right from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're focused on Nevada-based podcasts, so right now we're not really doing much because we're still trying to gain some traction. Um, but with that being said, if you are a podcaster and you're listening to this and happen to be in Nevada, uh, feel free to go to uh, podcast nv.com and check it out it doesn't cost anything to join uh really the only requirement is you have a podcast here in nevada nice uh but we're we're basically community uh driven um looking for people that want to just participate discuss with people uh once we get more people we'll probably start looking into meetups and that sort of thing uh just just to kind of help people get their feet wet with podcasting Sounds awesome. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how you continue to grow that thing. And um, I still think it would be a great thing for us to do like a little live show or something like that with it. I think that would be a great uh, a great way to get the community going, you know? Yeah, it, it will be very interesting to do a live show with that because, like I said, the only requirement is you're in Nevada and yeah. you have a podcast. So it would be interesting in the terms that it'd be a very wide range of podcasts that yeah. could be involved hell yeah i think that sounds awesome well uh right on man thanks again so much for being here this was a lot of fun and uh i'm glad we actually 
made it to see Stuber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, next time till the next challenge, right? Absolutely. We'll make it a little easier on you next time, hopefully. <laughs> Hello, everybody. My name is The Vern, and I'm the host of the Cinema Recall Podcast, part of That Moment in. We are slightly different than your average movie podcast in that we don't review a whole feature. Instead, myself and a guest will break down our favorite scenes in movies and then discuss why they are so iconic. So check us out. We are available on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram under Cinema Recall Podcast. And we are available on Twitter at Cinema underscore Recall. We hope you enjoy. Thank you for listening. All right. Hope you enjoyed that conversation about Stuber. And uh, yeah, speaking of Cinema Recall, uh, I'm actually joining Cinema Recall. I'm joining The Vern this weekend to talk about Alien, the original Alien, which is in theaters this week for the 40th anniversary. So that should be fun. I'll, of course, post links once the uh, episode is up. But uh, yeah, always check out the uh, podcast that we promote in our little ad spot there. We always love to uh, give some love to other podcasts. Just like Podcast NV is doing for the Nevada podcast uh, community. So there's so much love around with all these podcasts and podcast world and all this stuff. Support everybody. It's great. So uh, as always, I want to remind you to make sure you are subscribed to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And you know what else you could do right now? Nominations are open for the Discover Podcast Awards. Uh, why don't you go nominate us for Best Movie Podcast? That would be amazing if you did that. I will put a link uh, in the show notes, although you can also uh, find the link on our social media and everything, which you should also be following us on, at PiecingPod. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, if we win an award, that would be kind of cool. But I mean, I don't, I just want to make good content. But it's always nice to uh, put a little thing. You know, my music has won some awards over the years, and as soon as I won my first award related to my music, boom, it went right on the business card. Award-winning music composer. <laughs> I always find that to be uh, kind of ridiculous, but uh, you got to do what you got to do to get noticed, you know? So, uh, as always, I just want to thank everybody who's been out there listening to the show. Our numbers have just kept kept growing and growing and growing over the last couple of months and it's just been awesome and I really appreciate that you're all out there. Get in touch with me. I'd love to hear what you're thinking of the show. I always tell you to rate and review us, but you can just get in touch, you know, on social media or whatever. We want to know what you're thinking of the show. If you want to be on a future episode of the show, I'm just now getting started with uh, scheduling out some late October into November into December episodes. Lots of movies are coming our way, so there's going to be a lot of movies that need to be covered. So if you ever listen and thought, hey, I want to get into some puzzle pieces, get in touch. So uh, that does it for today. Let's leave you guys with a piece of music as we always do. And here's one I don't think I've ever played on the show before. Uh, this is from one of my free albums, Further Into the Dark, and it's called On the Outside. And, uh, yeah, I mean, not much to say about it. It's a track. It's, it's a B-side, but it's pretty sweet, and I uh, figured we'll throw it in here today. So enjoy On the Outside, and we'll be back with more Piecing It Together coming out real soon. <laughs> Thank you.
and All Points West. Thank you.